Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. So welcome to the New York Real Estate Show. I have a great guest today. Her name is Christina Kudlock. Um, Christina and I met in uh, our mastermind called Investor Fuel, and she really blew everybody away. I'd say about two years ago when she got up and said that she was operating in Los Angeles and that she had built her business really on SEO, which is search engine optimization. I mean, I think she was bombarded by people. And since then, everyone has really come to her as an SEO expert. She recently moved to, to, uh, to Arizona. And what a lot of people don't know is that uh, the entire Investor Fuel group hiked up uh, the Echo Trail at Camelback Mountain and uh, Christina beat uh, me uh, uh, next, two other ex-military uh, gentlemen and her husband to be the best uh, mountain climber that was in the group for sure. I was a little embarrassed, but Christina is an expert <laughs> mountain climber. So Christina, Christina welcome. And uh, why don't you introduce everybody and just give them a rundown on what you do and what's been going on. Yeah, thank you for that introduction. Um, yeah, so I am in the Phoenix and Los Angeles markets. I actually started my business about five years ago. It was after I had just moved from LA to um, from from Arizona and Phoenix, where I'm I'm born and raised in Phoenix. Started dating my husband long distance, and he was in the LA area. So I decided to move there, and shortly after that is when I started my real estate business. And so um, for the last five years, I've been operating just in LA and building up a wholesale business there. And like uh, Michael said, been using a lot of SEO and that's one of my pretty, pretty much my main strategy um, for lead generation. And then um, just recently with all of the crazy COVID lockdowns, I, we relocated back to Phoenix and so now we're doing everything. I'm still in LA doing all of my deals uh, pretty much 100% virtually. And then I've been building up the Phoenix market as well. So before we're in we even get, before we even get into, sorry, before we even get into SEO, why don't you, I, I wanted, I'm curious as to how that move to Arizona went and how you compare the Phoenix market, which is, I'd say, most known as one of the most competitive and busiest markets to the yeah. LA market to the LA market that you had worked in before. How, how how do you compare those two? Honestly, and and so I, LA is a is a really competitive market as well. So I was like, no, I'm ready for it. Like Phoenix is. Um, Phoenix isn't going to be anything compared to LA, right? And that is not true. <laughs> I've actually found Phoenix to be way more competitive than Phoenix, or excuse me, than Los Angeles. And I mean, I know that's like it, Phoenix is the land of the gurus, right? There's so many, so all the all the gurus are there, and then so they're building up their teams and everything, and so. I, th I think there's a combination of that going on. And then the fact that Phoenix is a smaller market than Los Angeles. Like, you know, when we're talking about Los Angeles, I, I say Los Angeles, but really we do um, deals all over Southern California. So there's just much, there's a lot more people. So it's, um, it's just not as hyper-focused. Whereas like in, in Phoenix here, like Maricopa, there's, Honestly, I don't know how many million people are in Maricopa, but it's nothing compared to LA, right? And then you have- I was going to say, I thought you were going to say how many millions of wholesalers are in Maricopa. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I, 
probably close to a million. <laughs> right. It feels like it. I mean, like you said, I, I, I know. probably know 10 gurus or in the Phoenix area. For sure. For right. sure. That's where like you have Sean Terry started there. We have Brent Daniels, Pace Morby, like all the Keith like, Trang, all the bad Keith people. Trang. So exactly. You've got so Jamil. Yeah. Keegley's there. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot going on in Phoenix and I've definitely found it to be more competitive than Los Angeles. Sure. For sure. Do you have to do you have to go back to LA for for at any time for any of the deals or any of your business? Not really. No. You know what? I was talking to a seller a few weeks ago, um, and she she it, she was an older lady, and I ended up having to send a notary there because everything online wasn't working right. And then when I was bringing up, okay, now the notary. So that was a notary just to get the purchase and sale right, and then the notary for. Um, what's it called for escrow to actually close. She, it, everything was just making her really nervous. She was, um, she had been, the, the deal had fall through with several other people before that. And she just had a lot of trust issues. So I told her, I was like, do you want me to, to go and fly into LA to, you know, to sit you through it and everything. And she was like, yeah, would you? And so like, I was real close to booking a ticket. And then last minute I talked to her, I kind of talked her out of it because I really didn't want to go to LA for that. Right. But other than, but yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're a hundred percent virtual. I have boots on the ground there for, um, anything that actually we need to, to be in person for, but you know, most of my deals and, and it was funny too, even before I left LA, I was doing probably 70 to 80% of my deals virtually anyway. So it was a really easy transition and, um, yeah, just, you know, Listen, putting some systems in place. To I get think it. with traffic, sometimes it might take almost as long to drive from one side of LA to the other, as it is to get from Phoenix to, to LA. Cause, uh, exactly. I, my daughter lives in LA. We spent like seven weeks there yep. recently. And, uh, sometimes traffic's pretty bad getting into the Valley, uh, during rush hour is no fun. It absolutely is. And that's kind of why I started doing the whole virtual thing is because I would, I would drive to these appointments and like half of my day was gone for just driving there and back. And so I was like, let's be a little bit smarter about this. And yeah, so I just started. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was drawn to the virtual model because of right. that initially. So I, some yeah. of the people might not, that are watching might not even know what the virtual model is just to explain mm -hmm. virtual means that you're not actually meeting with the seller face to face. So I, exactly. I am not virtual in New York. I, I meet every seller face-to-face, -face, but I'm trying to operate in another state right now virtually. Mm -hmm. And it's a challenge. Most of it is probably in my head thinking that I need it, but but um, Christina really adopted that a while ago, even when she was in LA because of the reasons we just discussed. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about search engine optimizations. Why don't you explain what that means? Because I think a lot of people don't know what it means. They don't know what SEO yeah. stands for and they don't understand how it works and how it brings you deals. Sure. Yeah. And so, like you said earlier, it stands for search engine optimiz optimization. So it's basically kind of just the process of being on the first page of Google or as close, you know, the number one spot, preferably when someone enters in specific keywords. So for, you know, the power keyword in our industry would be sell my house fast. And then the city you're in right after that. Um, that's probably the most commonly searched term in our industry. Actually, we buy houses is searched more, but that one doesn't convert as well. That one is more like industry people searching it. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not so much. So there's more searches for that, but sell sell my home fast or like um, other phrases would be like cash home buyers in Phoenix, in Los Angeles, different keywords like that, that someone would type in um, for when they're looking for a service such as ours, and then being there on the top spot so that you're the first thing that they see and click on. 
So what do you want to happen? Assuming some, assuming you've gotten good SEO and you're in the first uh, couple of uh, Google organic, well, which we should probably explain the, how the Google page works because some people don't understand pay-per-click, but the first, the first four, I think now, and the bottom four now are mm -hmm. ads. So that's pay-per-click where you have to pay every time somebody clicks. Everything exactly. in the middle is organic that you don't pay for. Now, assuming exactly. you get, assuming you've done great SEO, what do you want to happen after somebody clicks, uh, clicks on your, on your Google uh, listing? Uh, okay. After they click on my website, I want them to interact with my website. So I want them to get a feel for uh, who we are, what we can offer them, the benefits to working with us. And basically, I mean, the main, the main thing that you want to do is get them to fill out a form that's on your website, give them uh, give you their information, what's the address that they want to sell, their phone number, and their email. That's I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. I don't even ask for the name. After that, the second form, so once they complete that and they give me those three things, it's going to take them to a second form, and then that's going to ask more in-detail questions. So um, it'll, it'll ask their name, situ uh, different questions about why they want to sell and how much they want for the house, things like that. Um, if they don't fill that out, the second form, that's fine. The first one, you still at least got their contact information and that, you know, that's the most important part. So we can call, so we can call them or if you don't even on, and honestly, even better than them filling out the form is getting them to call you I, all my most mo motivated leads are always the, the phone calls okay. for sure. So why don't you talk about some of the methods you have used or that other people have used to improve SEO and get your website uh, uh, on higher rated or on the number one, the top mm -hmm. spots on, on the Google page when someone searches for it. Sure. So, yeah. So there's definitely two parts to that. The first part would be the, your actual website itself in, in SEO terms, that's called your on page. So all of the content that's with what that's within your page. And it gets down to like the kinds of headings you're using. Obviously, if you're trying to have people find you for search results, like sell my house fast in New York, you want to have that, though, that, those words on your page, sell my house or sell your house fast. It reads a little bit better um, in New York and have content within that, uh, within your page. But you really like one of the things when people start learning about SEO, they're like, oh, okay. So I need to put these keywords in my site and they kind of just stuff them in. And they're like trying to just give Google what they want to see. Right. But one of the things that, um, you know, I've learned in this little SEO journey I've been on is that you really do want to, to write for your end customer in mind, as opposed to just like trying to game Google. So however, excuse me, however, uh, you you got you got to think about the kind of information that people are looking for when they're searching and it it's difficult because there's some people there's people that are in all different stages, right? There's some people that are coming and what they're doing is they're going down the first page and they're dropping their number at every single one. They're not going to read anything on your site. They're motivated. They just want a bunch of people calling them to give them offers, right? So that's one person. And, you know, they probably don't care too much about your what your site says, right? But then there's other people that they're very particular who they want to work with, right? They need to like go through tons of different pages and, you know, they want to read about you. They want to see your reviews. They want to um, see videos and just, you want to give people, um, and these people are, are my favorite actually kinds of sellers because 
usually they're not calling the most amount of people, right? They're just like, they're trying to find that one person who really makes them feel comfortable. Usually it's women who are trying to find just that one person who they, they know that they can trust, or at least that they, they feel like they can trust. And that's, what's going to motivate them to actually, to, to fill out the form or give you a call. Um, and then you have other people. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just looking for reviews. I mean, one of my, the thing that's been most helpful for me is kind of, you know, when you're talking to these people already about their house, one of the last questions I like to ask them is like, Hey, what did you type in to find me? And you get that's, some interest. Yeah. You a get a great some question. I never thought about asking. That's great. Yeah. You get some interesting stuff that people say, you're like, Oh, wow. I never, like, never, I never thought, never thought anybody would go about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get some great words that way, or you find some new keywords that way. And then you also, um, ask them, so what was it about it that about my website that made you pull, like, give me your information or made you call, right? What set me apart from all these other people. And that's really important too, because, and honestly, I would say, six times out of 10, I hear, oh, I, I really liked your reviews. You have really good reviews, right? So if that's the case, and that's how most people are feeling, right? Like my website a, a year ago, I had my reviews at the very bottom of my page, right? So who knows if half of your traffic is even getting down, getting down there and seeing that, right? So now like put my reviews right at the top of my page. So it's one of the first things you see when you come. So when you come over, so it just, helps to convert people a little bit faster. What was this? You said there was two things. There was the on page and what was the second thing? And then the second thing is going to be the off page. So the on page is everything that's actually on your site. Off page is kind of when that's when you're getting really geeky about SEO and you're talking about like backlinks, citations, different kinds of that meta, is that um, meta, metadata. Is that also? Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of, that's a little bit more on page because the metadata or the, the meta description and like your meta title, that's all stuff that you do on your actual page off, off page SEO. That's like, it really has to do with building authority in Google's eyes and how you do that is other websites talking about your website and pointing to your website. So like, oh, so let's, it, let's talk mm -hmm. about that. So that's, that's a backlink, correct? That's a backlink, right? Explain more in, de in detail what a backlink is, sure. why it's important and how you, how you get them. Sure. So you have, um, so if you're on any other site, let's say you're on, let's say you're on Facebook, right? And somebody, or let's use a different uh, example um, on my site, right? I have all of this content. There's tons of words that you can read, but then do you, you know how, when you're on a website, sometimes you can click on on some words are like underlined and they're clickable. And then they take you, sometimes they'll take you to another page within that same website, but other times they'll take you to an entirely new website. So that's someone giving someone else a backlink. So why that's important is because Google sees, when Google sees other websites talking about your website, then it's like, okay, other people will know about this. It legitimizes your your website a little bit more um, and makes it so that uh, you're just, you're building authority. So that's one of the, the scores, like when we're talking about metrics for SEO, um, your domain authority, or sometimes it's called your um, domain rating, different places will call it different things, but it's basically 
it, it's a metric from zero to 100 and 100 obviously being the greatest and only very, very well-known websites would have a, a score of like hundred. I think Facebook does, YouTube, um, the Better Business Bureau, writes Stuff that are really well-known and have um, a lot of authority are naturally just gonna have a lot more, a, a higher domain authority because other places are just naturally talking about it. So that's how, you you build authority for your website. So when Google sees that your website, let if if you just have you know one little website and nobody else is talking about it, it's just it doesn't hold very much weight in Google's eyes. So it wants to see other websites talking about it. One of the greatest ways to get that is called citations. So a kind of cita a kind of a, a citation is a kind of backlink that people. Um, and it, why they're one of the best kinds to get, especially starting out is because you can do them very easily. So a citation is basically like technically Facebook is a citation when you create your own company page on, on website and it has facebook.com slash whatever your, whatever your company is, that's, that's one kind of citation. And then to do the same thing at like yelp.com, your business having a little, its own little directory on these other websites that naturally have very high domain authorities. Everyone knows what Yelp is. Everyone knows what Facebook, yellow pages. And so citations are really nice because um, they're very easy to get. They're pretty inexpensive. You can go to different direct, these different sites, like one I've used before, it's called yext.com, Y-E-X-T, yext.com. And then another one is brightlocal.com. And basically what you do is you go there, you purchase a service that says, I want to purchase however many citations. And what they will do is uh, give you a questionnaire about your entire website. They're going to ask you for your name, your email address, your phone number, your website address, your physical address. They ask you all these questions. It's called your NAP, your name, address, and phone number is kind of what it stands for. And you fill that out. And then what they do is they go and create, they automatically create all these different listings at tons of different sites for you. So so you can very easily get all these backlinks, they're citation backlinks, but you get them and they're at more authoritative sites because they're they're pointing to yours. So that naturally starts like raising your score. I just wrote those down. I'm going to look into them. <laughs> you just had a thought though, because the, the Better Business Bureau, you said is of super high authority, correct? Mm -hmm. That's can I, can I get a back can I get a backlink from them? They're constantly trying to sell me stuff in my in my area. Can I? Yeah. Do you have, so is your. I'm A plus is, rated by my. Yeah. So you, th that's a backlink for you. That's already a backlink. You're saying. That's already a backlink you have. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so I uh, wanted to ask you, so how long did it take for you when you started using SEO as a marketing tool for you to really see any results from it? Um, at least a year and a half. Yeah. Especially in LA. LA is a very hard market to, I mean, it's just so competitive. Um, but the good news is, so yeah, it took me about a, it took me a year to get onto the first page of Google. Um, and then probably a half a year to be like number one there. Um, and but, and all your, sorry, but all your SEO is self-taught, right? You figured this out yourself, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. What were you yeah, going to say? I started just kind of doing some um, research, like from Carrot. Carrot has their three leads per day program. And so I started with that. And then, um, you know, 
the best place to learn about all of this is literally just Googling things. Like <laughs> you, you, when you start to do, when you do a little mini course on SEO and they have tons of different, you know, ones, I, I think, um, what's it called? Hrefs. They have tons of, you know, YouTube videos, right? So that's a, a great place to go is YouTube and just like typing questions. And then you start to get all this like SEO stuff come up and then, um, and, and just Googling stuff because, you know, if you're Googling these questions, right, who's, if you think about who's, um, we're, we're trying to gain authority with Google. So what better place to go to answer these questions, right, than Google, like, what does Google think is legit? So just typing out questions, like, you know, when you, I, so I, I bought a few little, like, mini courses on, on SEO, and then, and I wouldn't say there was any particular one that was, like, the end all be all and taught me everything, but as you go through this, it gets you like asking questions. So then you Google stuff and then you just start going down all these different rabbit holes for information that that has helped. Yeah. One of, one of my competitors in started investing in SEO and paying somebody about $5,000 a month. And they took them, they said 18 months also to really see any results months. from it. They're still spending yeah. And that's, it was kind of a blessing for me that I didn't, I like starting out, I didn't have a big budget. So I had no, and I knew that SEO was like, you know, I was, um, I, I, uh, I was on some sort of not a podcast, but I was listening to something carrot put out and Trevor said, he was like the, the SEO is the only lead source that actually gets cheaper over time. And I was like, that's cool. Right. That and so, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, okay, so I, I did know that was something that like, I did want to do. And, and so, but all the SEO companies, you're right. It was like three grand a month. And at the time I just didn't have the budget. So I was like, I'll just do it myself. Right. And so that. Also know, the, the people don't know. So uh, Christina's talking about uh, investor carrot, where I think we both have sites. Their mm -hmm. website is carrot.com and the owner, his name is Trevor Mock and they yeah. do a lot of uh, helping. So they do, they, they really specialize in websites only for uh, realtors and real estate investors. So right. we each have our site with them and they do a lot of uh, teaching. So that's where, where Christina learned some of her tricks. So mm -hmm. do you do any other marketing besides uh, SEO? Yeah. Yep. I've been, so we've, I've done cold calling and texting in the past, kind of started trying to get away from that just because, um, yeah, I, I don't enjoy it at all. Right. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so now that, you know, SEO, I like the, I'm definitely, you know, we talk about being a hunter or a gatherer. I'm definitely more of the gatherer. I like things coming to me. I don't like being on the phones all day, stuff like that. Like SEO leads are easier leads. They don't take sure. as much, they don't take as much follow-up. They come to you just ready. Right. And I like that. So that's Not what much. I've, not much qualification or disqualification when somebody's already reaching out to you. That's a difference. Right. Between, you know, outbound. I do mostly outbound marketing via mail, calling, texting, RVM. I do some SEO and I did PPC for a while, which is pay-per-click, which is the, yep. the top listings on, on the Google page that are paid for. And those leads were some of my, my, my best, uh, best deals ever. Yep. Um, that's the, that's, that's a, so the, that's inbound marketing with SEO or PPC. And then outbound marketing is all the other methods that we mentioned. You want to talk about maybe the best deal you ever got via SEO? Yeah, SEO. Yeah. What actually it was earlier. Yeah, it was earlier this year. Um, so I had a lady call me. She wanted to sell her house. And, and you want to know what's funny? I mean, just to preface this, all of my best deals have actually been where I've given them more than they wanted. <laughs> wow. So yeah, they had... Um, 
So she called me, she was going to be moving to another state. It was her and her partner. Um, and one of them was having health issues and was needing to, to retire because of the health issues. So they were going to be relocating to Texas and, um, they're really sweet ladies. They ended up, um, so they called me, right. And I'm, uh, oh, so this one, I actually had, um, and my acquisitions manager in LA, she went out and she met with them and, you know, they were really sweet. They were motivated. They wanted to sell. We gave them an offer right there. Um, and she, she said that she was meeting with one other company. So she was waiting to decide. So I, I told her, I was like, okay, well, when you, um, like, let me know when they give you your offer. Right. So she had asked for, I believe she wanted 780 for her house. We gave her, gave her, and this was like a great deal at 780. So just to try and have her, have her sign right then and there, we did a 785 okay. and then, um, she wanted to meet with the other people. Right. And so I told her, okay, I was like, okay, well, please don't sign with the other people. Like, just give, give me the shot. See if I can beat it. And so she called me after and she was like, yeah, they gave me 790. And I was like, if I give you 795, will you sign right now? And she said, yes. And so I said, okay, doc, you signed it over to her. Um, that one, honestly, we didn't even, <laughs> Maybe I should have shopped that one out. I didn't even shop that out. I had a buyer already lined up um, and our, our fee was 85,000. Wow. Where, what part of LA was that? That was in Baldwin, Baldwin Park, Baldwin Park. It's just, uh, it's just south of um, the 10 and the, so it went where the 10 and the 405 intersect. It's just okay. south of the 10 there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. You, by the way, you should have shopped it out. Yeah. <laughs> You saw what Jason, Jason Luke said at a recent meeting. They do not I know. sell anything. Put it out there. I, I've gotten crazy numbers for my wholesale deals lately. Crazy. Yeah. I made a mistake just the other day. A guy who had bought eight houses from me, he asked me, what is it? What's it going to take? So I threw out a high number. I said, uh, 465. And he goes, okay, send me the contract. And then 20 minutes later, I got an offer for 480. Oh, that's so awesome. It's just, there is no ceiling today when you're wholesaling. It's a great time to be wholesaling. And it really is. I have one deal I'm in right now. It hasn't closed. We have title issues on it and it's turning out to be like really, really messy. I'm hoping it closed, but if, if it does, then that one's a hundred grand. Amazing. It's so. a great, it's a great time to be wholesaling. It is. <laughs> People think that because prices are high and all, all these sellers want more, but the truth is, there's plenty of sellers who will take uh, discounted prices. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So as we wrap this up, so what, why don't you discuss, assuming someone is new to the business and doesn't really have the budget, like we discussed, to spend a lot of money on SEO. Yeah. How much time do you think, well, how much time did you spend when you were growing this and how much time should somebody expect to be putting in to uh, growing and improving their SEO? Yeah, it's not... If you're doing it all yourself, so the, 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 the most time consuming part of all of SEO is the content. It takes, you know, I'm not a quick writer. I get bogged down by that. So um, in, the, in the beginning that it was time consuming, if you're a better writer than me, then maybe you could do it faster. But I mean, in the beginning, I was spending probably... And it's not necessary, you know, like I'm going down this, these holes of learning and like, so, you know, if we were taking that into account, I probably was doing five to eight hours a week. A week. That's not oh, bad. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, getting going. And then, that, but that was in the beginning, that was for like maybe the first three months. And then I kind of stopped a little while. And then a few months later, I would pick it up. So um, it's, you know, I, I think if you could, if you could devote an hour a day for, you know, a few months, you'd get somewhere. And it really depends on what market you're in, right? We're in really competitive markets, but some of these smaller markets, you could, you could get in there and it's not going to take nearly as much. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. It's not going to take say that all, all the time. You know, the smaller markets are easier on PPC. Yeah. Also, it's easier, yeah. it's less competition. If you're in LA, Phoenix, or New York, it's, uh, it's just a lot more search going on a lot more. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more noise that you have to cut through. Well, and that's true too, but then there's also, we, we're going to get more leads from our efforts than some of these smaller markets as well, too. You're probably just, just because of the sheer volume of people, um, you know, it takes more time for us to, 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 you know, to actually make a dent in our progress. But when, when you do, we, we'll, we probably get more leads than most other people in some of the smaller markets too. So. Have, you, have you done any pay-per-click? Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that. doing pay-per-click right now. I've literally just started kind of messing around with it, but I, yeah, we've gotten some. So, so I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but they say if you Google likes when you're doing pay-per-click and it helps, the pay-per-click helps your SEO and the SEO mm -hmm. sort of helps your pay-per-click. They want, they obviously want to make money off you, but they also right. believe that that increases your authority because you're, you're spending money on, on ads too. Totally. Well, and anything <laughs> too, because if you're, um, what, another thing that how you build authority with Google is it likes when it's sending people to your site and they convert when Google sees that people are actually getting what they want from being at your site and it's converting them, it's, they're going to want to put you, um, right. in the top spot. Yeah. So, right. um, yeah, so Google, yeah, Google's really a matchmaker. They want, they want people who are looking for something to find it. They want advertisers who are selling something to sell it. They want that to happen. They have, and then they have all those crazy AI algorithms to figure that mm -hmm. out. So yeah, it makes Absolutely. sense. It makes sense. If they see people converting, they want, they want to send more people. Facebook too, they both work the same way. They want people who are looking for something to, to find to it. To find it, right. Because right. then that's why people keep coming back and using Google because it works. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm -hmm. All right, Christina, thank you very, very much. I am still so awesome. uh, in awe, not just of your mountain climbing ability. And if we ever go back to Scottsdale, I think we're going back. I'm going to try and beat you, although I don't think I can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, but also of your the way you built a business out of SEO, really self-taught is uh, something that I admire uh, amazingly i can't even describe how amazing it was. i still remember watching you giving the presentation but looking around going i cannot believe that this happened i mean everyone's yeah. looking at each other they're saying the same thing so i am a, <laughs> a big admirer of you and everything the business you built and how you built it you, and uh it's been a pleasure having you i know you're in the middle of a trip with your with your husband driving around in an rv and it was yeah. i really want to thank you for your time i think you're sitting in a library i'm i'm so I'm thankful <laughs> no one came into the quiet room while, while we were talking but i, I really yeah. appreciate your time thank you very very you're much so welcome thank you. yeah you're great michael thank you so much bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.